It's Wednesday, May 10th, and this is Good Will Talk Daily. Welcome back, everybody, to Good Will Talk Daily. It's great to be with you today as we dive back into the book of Isaiah. Uh, before we do, I want to thank everybody for all your submissions at Turn Up the Volume. It's been such a great joy to hear your stories, to read them in print there in the newsletter. God is doing incredible things in your lives. And I just want to say also, you might be watching some of these stories and going, wow, that's so miraculous. I don't have anything like that in my life. You have God at work in your life every day in the small things and the big things. Yeah, sometimes we, we show the miraculous stories, but sometimes you want to show also the simple ways that God meets your needs. And, and sometimes we're not getting those in the submissions. Um, and so if you have one of those stories where you're just like, you know what? This is how God met my need. It's not massive, but it's important. It was a huge help to me. Send those stories in as well. Goodwillchurch.org slash turn up the volume. We want to share these testimonies and we want to share them in the newsletter and in worship as well. So please be sending some of those testimonies our way. Well, today we're in Isaiah chapter 47. I'm going to read through this and, and it is a tougher chapter for us. It is a condemnation of Babylon describing the fall of Babylon, which will happen at the hand of the Persians. And uh, there's an important reminder here about what it is, what, what happens to our lives when we put our trust in idols and not in the Lord. So let's go ahead and look at Isaiah chapter 47, starting in verse 1. Go down, sit in the dust, virgin daughter Babylon. Sit on the ground without a throne, queen city of the Babylonians. No more will you be called tender or delicate. Take millstones and grind flour, take off your veil. Lift up your skirts, bare your legs, and wade through the streams. Your nakedness will be exposed, and your shame uncovered. I will take vengeance. I will spare no one. Our Redeemer, the Lord Almighty is his name. He is the Holy One of Israel. Sit in silence, go into darkness, queen city of the Babylonians. No more will you be called queen of kingdoms. I was angry with my people and desecrated my inheritance. I gave them into your hand, and you showed them no mercy. Even on the aged, you laid a very heavy yoke. You said, I am forever the eternal queen, but you did not consider these things or reflect on what might happen. Now then listen, you lover of pleasure, lounging in your security and saying to yourself, I am and there is none besides me. I will never be a widow or suffer the loss of children. Both of these will overtake you in a moment on a single day, loss of children and widowhood. They will come upon you in full measure, in spite of your many sorceries and all your potent spells. You have trusted in your wickedness and have said, No one sees me. Your wisdom and knowledge mislead you when you say to yourself, I am and there is none besides me. Disaster will come upon you, and you will not know how to conjure it away. A calamity will fall upon you that you cannot ward off with a ransom, a catastrophe you cannot see, and suddenly will suddenly come upon you. Keep on then with your magic spells and with your many sorceries, which you have labored at since childhood. Perhaps you'll succeed. Perhaps you'll cause terror. All the counsel you have received has only worn you out. Let your astrologers come forward, those stargazers who make predictions month by month. Let them save you from what is coming upon you. Surely they are like stubble. Fire will burn them up. They cannot even save themselves from the power of the flame. These are not coals for warmth. This is not a fire to sit by. That is all they are to you. 
these you have dealt with and labored with since childhood. All of them go on in their error. There is not one that can save you. It's a hard condemnation to Babylon. You're trusting in astrologers. You're trusting in people who can cast spells, magicians. Maybe they're going to save you from the Persians, but guess what? They're not. Babylon's going to fall. And Babylon, it was set up in such a way that all of the power was concentrated in Babylonia. Babylonia ran everything. So if you took Babylonia, you took the entire empire. You didn't have to then go through and wage war on every little city-state. No. You got the whole thing if you could just take Babylonia. That's exactly what the Persians were going to do. That mother city of Babylon fell to the Persians. It was a catastrophe, absolute destruction. And it was part of God's redeeming work. This is one of the difficult things about our understanding of God's work in the world is that destruction, even hell, is a part of God's redeeming work. You see, God is saving his people from their sins and he is establishing a kingdom on earth as it is in heaven. And along with that establishment is a punishment of evil, a punishment of those who practice injustice. You see, sin and injustice require an account. There has to be a response to wickedness. Think about the terrible things that you've witnessed just in these last few weeks, months, years. Is there justice for that? Has there been a response for that? Or is there another way? Is there a greater justice to come? Is there a greater punishment for that evil? The answer is yes, there is destruction. And the only way we are able to be saved from that destruction is by clinging to the destroyed one. You see, What we describe as hell is actually the very real present wrath of God poured out on somebody for all of eternity. It causes a weeping and gnashing of teeth. It is a horrifying thing. It is God's just response to sin. And the only way to be saved from that is to put your faith in Jesus Christ who bore the full wrath of God against sin on that cross. He was destroyed as Babylon was destroyed. He was destroyed. He died and he went He descended into hell, as the Apostles' Creed says, but he rose again. And everyone who trusts in that destroyed one, who is now the living one, Jesus Christ, they also receive eternal life. But if we don't, then destruction is our end. Then the wrath of God is our end. Brothers and sisters, it does not matter how religious we think we are. It doesn't matter our talents. It doesn't matter how often we go to church. It doesn't matter how much we give. Have you trusted in Jesus for your salvation? Have you had this conversation with the people that you love? The reality of hell should lead us to mission and evangelism. The the doctrine of hell is not there simply to scare us. It is there to motivate us to share the good news of Jesus Christ with those who are around us because if we do not die in Christ, then we die in wrath. This is life and death stuff. And what we see in the fall of Babylon and the destruction of this evil city is a picture of what will happen to each and every one of us if we have not trusted in Christ for salvation. He entered into that destruction on our behalf, but if we do not cling to him by faith, 
then we are not spared. So brothers and sisters, take a moment. Consider your place in Christ right now. Does your life evidence trust in Jesus? Can you say, I have put my faith in him? Here's the good news. If you ask that question, you say no, it's okay. You can in this moment say, Jesus, I trust in you for my salvation. Rescue me from the destruction that is to come. Unite me with Christ that I may receive all of the benefits of Christ in my own life, that I might receive salvation and eternal life through Jesus Christ, the one who died for me. Let's pray together. Father, we thank you for a way of salvation. We pray that you would forgive us of our sins. And Lord, I pray for the people on this podcast who don't know you. Maybe this episode has been sent to somebody. God, I pray your spirit would be at work. Would we recognize that apart from you, nothing awaits us but destruction. Yet Jesus entered into destruction. He, in fact, wore it. He was destroyed. He died and entered into hell on our behalf that we might be freed unto eternal life. God, we trust in Jesus' sacrifice. We trust in his resurrection. Help us, Lord, to day by day live out of that faith. Lord, I pray that you would save many through your word. Save people from the good news that there is a path away from destruction and into eternal life. We love you. We pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, thanks so much for being with me today. I'll see you again tomorrow right back here at Goodwill Talk Daily. Thank you.